This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the grain markets for Monday, February 12th. Well, we had the grains just continuing to leak lower last week, where corn pushed into a three-year low, soybeans again testing the lows put in just a couple weeks ago. They can't seem to get the energy to, to, to really take that next step down, but it sure looks like it's bound to do it. And with wheat, it's just caught in a sideways pattern in Chicago. Kansas City's back down to its January lows. Minneapolis just following Kansas City, basically. So the wheat market is is not doing any better, really, than uh, the rest of the grains. For the wheat, Kansas City was down 23. Minneapolis down 15. Chicago was down 3. Corn was down 14. And soybeans were down 5. Weather, of course, is the big driver for the, the row crop price action. We're getting much better rainfall in Argentina. That has largely saved that crop after a pretty long stretch of dryness and some heat. The rains that were forecast did materialize, and it is definitely helping the crop. Brazil's crop, of course, was saved earlier in the season, and they're now deep into their soybean harvest. They're running about 14% complete on soybeans. It looks like they should have some pretty clear weather, and they could be upwards of around 20% by the end of the week. For corn planting, the second season safrina crop in Brazil, it's estimated that they're about 42% planted, which is running eight points ahead of a year ago. So here, you know, a couple months ago, we were worried about the slow pace of soybean seeding in Brazil because it was going to push back the harvest and then that would delay the corn planting for the second season. None of that has really materialized. Uh, the, the, I think the heat pushed the crop along. So they're getting soybeans off pretty much on schedule, if not ahead of schedule. And that corn planting is going in at, at a rapid pace as well. It's going into pretty decent conditions too. Moisture is available for the crop. And the Brazilian monsoon appears to be on schedule as well. So that crop should get off to a pretty decent start. And that obviously is part of the pressure in the corn space. If you're looking at another big Brazilian crop, in addition to our 2 billion plus carryout, it's just too much for the corn market. You're going to have plenty of stocks available throughout the marketing year. Here in the United States for weather, we've got uh, a lot of rain coming across southeast and in the eastern Midwest. In the western Midwest, they're still in a drought condition. It has improved somewhat over the winter, but uh, they're still concerned about dry conditions heading into the spring, especially with the above normal temperatures. Snow cover has improved across the northern two-thirds of Montana and into the western half of North Dakota. Pretty decent snow cover. Uh, eastern Colorado into southwest Kansas and then straight south into the panhandles of Oklahoma and Texas and pretty much the western half of Oklahoma all has some level of snow cover. But temperatures are expected to be above average uh, here this week and so I would you know, presume that much of that snow cover is going to go away. The longer range forecast suggests that temperatures are going to remain pretty mild and above normal across the entire Great Plains. So we don't want to see winter wheat start to break dormancy early because we still are in winter and we still can get some pretty uh, wicked cold snaps. So that's that's a concern, but there's nothing much we can do about it. We can just monitor it and be aware that that's happening. 
the Ag Outlook Forum is going to be this Thursday and Friday. It's the 100th USDA Ag Outlook. They are expecting corn plantings to be down for 2024 and soybean plantings to be up. Not a big surprise. Pretty much everybody's leaning that way anyway. So taking a look at the World FOB offers for wheat out of the Gulf, soft red winter wheat is quoted at $258 a ton. That's down two from last week. Hard red winter wheat at 280 is down eight. Ukraine was down two at 203. Russia was down eight at 222. Romania down three at 227. France down nine at 226. Argentina unchanged at 230. So clearly we're on a downward trajectory here across the world. And it does look like Russia is not really adhering to its uh, floor price that it stated here a couple months ago. In fact, what we're hearing is that the government is setting a new floor price of around 235, which, I mean, their last quote was 222. So they're still below the new uh, floor price. And again, that's officially at $235 a ton for 11.5% protein wheat, and that would be hard red winter wheat. In corn at the Gulf, we're at $193 a ton. That's down seven. Off the PNW, it's quoted at 220, down five. Ukraine down 15 at 190. Argentina down five at 185. Brazil down five at 195. In soybeans, we're quoted at the Gulf at 460. That's down five. You, uh, excuse me, Argentina is down five at 415. Brazil is down five at 400 even. So in particular in corn, we see that Ukraine is just getting super aggressive. You know, they've got, uh, they need the money, number one. They've got available supplies that they're, they're having success moving even along ocean freight, which is good because it looks like the European countries are really starting to push back about allowing Ukraine grain to come through their countries. And I'm sure this is part of the reason why Ukraine is discounting its prices so much. Number one, if it has to go through the Red Sea, is probably going to avoid that. Whatever shipping company is is taking the freight is going to avoid the Red Sea. So they're going to have to come all around uh, South Africa, and that's going to add a significant amount of cost. The same thing with Russia. And I think this is why we're seeing the FOB offers take a pretty big hit. It's to compensate for that uh, increased transportation cost. And both of those countries have a lot of grain to export and uh, they're not going to want to have a lot of carryover into next year. Number one, farmers need the money and the government needs the money. So I I think we're going to continue to see aggressive offers coming out of the Black Sea. The Europeans are going to have an increased carryout as well if they can't compete. And it looks like, you know, either way, uh, the world prices are going to be set by what's coming out of the Black Sea, and that is clearly on a downward trajectory. That's for wheat, corn, and soybeans are reacting to the weather and the harvest going on in South America, and that's definitely on a bearish trajectory as well. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.